Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Welcome back, everybody. We are going to be starting up a new series in our everlasting quest for discovering all uh, that is fake, all that is counterfeited, all that is a scam. So we've done this before. It was our five-part series of U.S. large city scams. So if you do look back and you're kind of curious about maybe some of the U.S., large cities and what they have to offer in the um, the realm of scams and things of that nature. So what we're going to do is branch off into some of the largest cities in the world, okay? Traveling is starting back up. It's almost summer, okay? It's springtime. A lot of these cities open up um, just full-fledged, and a lot of these scammers are coming out full blast. So... To start this series off, um, which I'm not sure how many episodes it will be, um, so if you do enjoy our regular broadcasting, which is about uh, you know counterfeit items and things like that, this is going to be just kind of a refreshing takeaway from it, uh, just to you know introduce you to something different. While I do collect more information on some of the counterfeit items of the world, there are a lot of them. Obviously, uh, I've done. 50 some episodes now of it. So I do want uh, to keep them fresh. I want to keep them, you know, I I just don't want them to be like one minute long because there are some out there that warrant almost one minute uh, where it's just not a lot of information on it, um, especially like uh, available online. That's the big thing. So without further ado, let's start off our most common scams in Tokyo, Japan. So Tokyo, uh, is huge, okay? It's one of the most popular tourist destinations for people across the globe. I have not been there myself, however, it is on my list, okay? There's delicious food, themed cafes, cherry blossoms, temples, castles, shrines, all these crazy things, and you know what comes with that, okay? With a lot of people, a lot of tourist attractions, comes the scammers. So let's start off with the pretty much the obvious one, okay? We talked about the U.S. scams, and with that one was the fake monk asking for the money scam. So this is almost the heart of it, okay? So you see these in nearly every big city, any big city that has a park. These fellows are walking around in their robes, rocking the New Balance tennis shoes, trying to give out some garbage, okay? So this scam targets mostly tourists, okay? This is uh, common in the Akihabara area, okay? So apparently there is an area within Tokyo that's very common. So you need to keep an eye out while visiting uh, this area during your vacation. So a person dressed like a Buddhist monk might come over to you and ask for money. They will request you make a donation for some religious purposes. They will then show you a book with a list of names and the donation amounts of some other people in order for them to look credible. So this is actually like a step beyond because the people, you know, domestically here in the U.S., they're lazy. They're they're honestly pretty lazy about it. This one seems a lot more credible. So you may be taken for a ride more with these because they do look like they they have like a uh, provenance 
you know, supplied where they can open a book and be like, look at these people that have donated Sally Johnson and Tucker Jones, you know, just all these crazy names. And you're like, okay, well, that seems pretty, pretty great. So they're most likely fake. Um, you should avoid making any type of donation to them. So uh, I would say a lot of these monks are probably not going to be outside of their uh, shrine or temple. So I would say if you do want to make some worthy donations, maybe go to a temple and visit and donate there. Okay, so the next one is called the Ori Ori Sagi scam. Okay, so another scam in Tokyo, as well as other parts of Japan, is the Ori Ori Sagi scam. I might be even saying that wrong, so I'm going to spell it for you. So O-R-E-O-R-E-S-A-G-I scam. So if you do want to look that up, it literally translates as it's me, it's me scam. Okay, so if you speak Japanese, you may have already said, wow, this guy doesn't even, you know, know how to say things. So... This scam targets mostly elderly Japanese citizens rather than tourists. So I guess that's good to know. So this is usually how it works. So the scammer will have a list of phone numbers of senior citizens. He will then call. And when the victim answers the phone, will say, Ori, Ori, or it's me, it's me, in Japanese, pretending to be the son of the victim. The scammer will then say how he urgently needs money for some bogus reason and if you can't come up with the money, then something bad will happen to him. So it's like a ransom scam. So sad that this happens, but I don't think um, a lot of us are going to fall for this one because I don't think we're going to be involved in it. Okay, so it's a little exclusionary for us tourists. Okay, so next up, the Shinjuku Kabukicho ripoff bars. Okay, so... I don't even need to spell that one out. I think that one's, uh, you just maybe look up rip-off rip off bars when you go. So this scam is prevalent in Tokyo and is mainly targets tourists. So that's us. A fun night out drinking at a hostess's bar might accidentally cost you up to 2.6 million yen, as well as a death threat from the bar staff if you don't pay the money. So this scam commonly occurs in the Kabukichu area of Tokyo. So as we can see, that's kind of reoccurring. So this Kabukichu is maybe one of the areas you're going to want to look out for, okay? Or the Shinjuku. So that's what we're talking about, the Shinjuku Kabu Kicharo, or Kichu, Kicho ripoff parts. Okay. All right. So obviously, um, I'm not trying to fake any, like knowing any Japanese here. So you at least know that's, that's that. So um, this game commonly occurs in Kabuchiko area of Tokyo. So Kabukicho is an entertainment and red light district in Shinjuku. So if you are likely drinking uh, and, you, and you like it, uh, you enjoy drinking, I should say, then it might be difficult to control your urge to visit this area in Tokyo. Apparently, it's like the Vegas Strip. So a tout on the street will usually approach naive locals or foreigners by enticing them to enter their bar for an inexpensive price, okay? So however, in the end, the customer will end up with a huge bill at many times the original stated amart, uh, amount. So beware of anyone who comes up to you and suggests that you drink at their bar. That is, that's just true across the board. Typically, if somebody is out trying to get you to come in the bar, for one, the bar probably sucks because no bar in their right mind is gonna want more people in there if it's popular, okay? They are going to try to get people, turn and burn, get them out of there. So most of the time you're going to come into an empty bar when that's the case. If you've ever seen the movie In Betweeners, uh, 
I think it's the, yeah, the first one, uh, you know, the, the lady comes out and says, Oh, it's a really cool bar. You got to go in there. And, um, you know, they went in there and it was empty. <laughs> so, uh, that's usually how it, it goes. So that's kind of a big red light. Uh, and I don't, or red flag, it's a red light district, but red flag. So that's an important one to know. And that applies equally across the board anywhere. So the rope Roppongi spiked drink scam. Okay, so another scam in Roppongi, Tokyo. Remind, uh, remember that there is a lot of parts of Tokyo. Tokyo is huge. Okay, it's like going to New York City and Greenwich Village. Um, you've got Soho, Manhattan, you know, uh, all these different areas, Craning Village. So that's what these are. So the, the Rampongi is a lively entertainment district in Tokyo where both the tourists and locals enjoy the buzzing late night da- uh, bars and clubs. So when you will enter a bar, the last thing on your mind is that you will be the victim of a spiked drink scam. So you accidentally enter into a shady bar and place an order for a drink. Okay, so either the bartender or a beautiful girl you are talking with will spike your drink and will then pass out for uh, after a few minutes. So the purpose of this game is intended to steal your passport and or ent- empty your wallet. So after you wake up, uh, you are then told about an outrageous amount of money that you owe at the bar. The bar staff will then drag you to a nearby ATM for you to withdraw your money and pay the tab. Sexual assaults have also been reported. So obviously be pretty vigilant when entering bars. It seems like... So these are actually the kind of the worst kind of scams when you read about these uh, because it it seems like it's, well, for one, it's premeditated. So they already have the staff to do this. You know, they're paying people in on a cut. You're encouraging about, let's say, six to eight people to make this happen from start to finish. You've got six to eight pairs of eyes trying to scope out the next target. So that's huge. Now, I've never been to this area, but I'm assuming not every bar is like this in this area or probably would be shut down. So it'd be one of those instances where you need to tread a little carefully and just kind of be honest. You know, if you're if you're out drinking and you're with friends, maybe that's different. But if you're, you know, there for business by yourself, maybe don't get blasted. I mean, that's probably or, or go to maybe a more reputable place. I know it might not be as fun, but um, I think there's probably going to be a, a, a very a very little percent of you, um, or chance of you getting your drink spike, uh, stealing your passport, empty the wallet. If you're a thrill seeker, you know, there's probably uh, a roller coaster to go to or like a theme park. I think there's like a Disneyland there. So maybe go do that instead of this, uh, the Rapungi spiked drink scam. So that's a, that's an important one. Okay. That's a, that was a good one. So the next is the disaster relief scam. So another scam in Tokyo is the disaster relief scam. So this game is standard in the Shinjuku and the Shibuya areas. Okay. So the disaster relief scam is similar to the monk scam. So you'll find a middle-aged, nicely dressed people, what seem to be official uh, with their papers and clipboards, uh, approach you for donations for any disaster worldwide that recently happened. So they speak fairly decent English, seem harmless, and very polite. They normally target uh, foreigners in the region, maybe somebody with a little disposable income or a fresh $10 bill in their pocket. So whenever you find any middle-aged lady asking for help for disaster victims around the world, just stay away from them, okay? You can talk to them maybe, but just know not to give them money. But uh, sure, strike up a conversation, see what uh, see what's on the old noggin. Okay, so that's the disaster relief scan. I think that one would be 
decently obvious, but obvious. See, that's that's the other thing is clearly it's not as obvious as I believe it to be because they still do it. If it wasn't profitable, they wouldn't stand outside. Next up is the Thai orphan scam. So another scam in Tokyo is the Thai orphan scam. So this scam normally occurs in the Harajuku area. Okay, so we're learning a lot of geography here. In this scam, someone will approach you on the street and show you various materials and or pamphlets to get you to make a donation for Thai orphans. Do not believe them as this is all fake. Okay, so this is uh, something that... Maybe if it happens once, you could look it up, say, hey, what uh, orphanage are you referring to? And I'd love to donate directly. And they probably won't talk to you after that. So there's some questions. It's like uh, the Turing test, you know, like when it comes to robots, you know, there's no, there's like a set amount of questions that you could ask somebody, ask a robot. And if uh, they can, that means they're sentient. But, um, you know, most of the time or all of the time, there's never been somebody that's passed it. Same is true with this. So there's going to be some questions you can ask that's going to raise concern for them, and they're just going to not waste their time because time is money for them. So next up and actually last is the model scouting scam. So this is also something that goes pretty, um, you know, it goes around. This is everywhere. So another scam in Tokyo is the model scam. So apparently it's extremely common in Shibuya. This is one of the common scams in Tokyo, but very dangerous. So they target beautiful, young, and attractive ladies who are walking alone. Some guy will follow them, so seems great, and promise them various modeling jobs. So the victims might sometimes get sexually assaulted and also forced into doing adult videos. So that is, geez, that's a, that's a rough one because, um, I mean, the only way out of that one, you, you'd say just don't walk alone, but sometimes you have to, and I guess, I don't know. It says it's in Shibuya, so interesting, but I don't know the areas very well. I don't know, like, hey, you know, you can take this secret route down here, but again, it's being vigilant. That's the big thing because, you know, if you're getting talked to, and I, I mean, I don't think a lot of scouting goes down on the streets of Shibuya Tokyo, um, or in, yeah, Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo, Japan. So a lot of, uh, <laughs> I don't know what went through my mind there. Drinking a lot of coffee today. So a lot of that stuff doesn't go. I don't think you're going to find like, uh, like a Seinfeld style, um, you know, where she was found out about her jacket on the street and they created the jacket and she got a job from it. I don't think that's going to happen. That's TV. Okay, that's fake. That's actually, yeah, that's fake, which uh, is the... You know, that is, that's what we're all about, man. We're about the fake. So, guys, that is Tokyo. Um, if you guys have any other ones for that, I'm sure there's plenty more, but that's just the primary ones uh, that a lot of people seem to, you know, fall for. So, guys, remember with faked items, you know, or faked uh, scams on the street, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them, and those that listen to this podcast. I appreciate you guys and can't wait till the next episode. I will see you then. Bye.